Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Sorry for the Wait episode of the podcast. Woo! Woo! I almost called this the other podcast, but you should listen to the other podcast. But this ain't the other podcast. This is the One Piece of Mind podcast hosted by Nico White. He is I. I am Nico White. Look, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode in the Sorry for the Wait series. It's just a little small hiatus that I took. It wasn't willingly, but you know, sometimes sounds messed up because construction is outside, and then sometimes sounds messed up because, you know, it's TVs on and whatnot. So we back like we never left, but we were gone for a minute. So let's get right back to business 45 seconds in right now. So chapter 1026 of One Piece is the chapter that I'll be talking about today. And let me just start off by saying this chapter was an immediate, like, 9 out of 10, right? Just immediate 9 out of 10. Matter of fact, you know what? Nah, I'm going to take that back. And from the emotions this pulled out of me, I'm actually going to give it an 8 out of 10. So let's start. 1026, the pivotal clash, right? We see on the cover page, we have a reader request, and it's Nami and Leo fashioning cute clothes for a lion cub, right? Now, as soon as I've seen this, anybody that knows anything about One Piece and it's like mythology and whatnot, I don't know if mythology is the correct word here, but... Maybe lore. Yeah, lore is the correct word. Anyone who knows anything about One Piece and its lore knows that Luffy, if you ask Oda, is considered to be like a lion, right? According to Oda. So to see we have Nami making clothes for a bear club with Leo with (laughs) a lion sitting down. You know, I wonder, man, could this be a, I don't know. Could this be foreshadowing? Could this be foreshadowing of Luffy and Nami potentially hooking up, having a child? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Luffy would be a sunflower. Luffy's also considered the lion. So, you know, just food for thought. The Sonny's, you know, mad. Not mass, but it's, um, you know, figurehead is a lion too. But whatever, whatever. So we start the chapter off with, I hope I'm saying his name right. Tenguyama, who some people are speculating is Odin's father, he's worried about Otama, right? And a lot of people are worried about Otama. Now, I'm of the school of thought that somebody gonna die this arc, right? And now, for me, it's either gonna be Yamato or Tama. And I actually think Yamato is the one that should die. Like, I know and that probably be the title of this episode. Yamato should die, but Yamato's probably gonna die, especially if she's the person that's supposed to be the ace of this arc, but that's a that's a podcast episode for another time. Let's move on. So we see Tenguyama Hitetsu and Otama. They're walking around the flower capital, enjoying the fire festival and whatnot. And you know, he asks Otoko how she's feeling. Otoko being Yasue's daughter, who also had to go through a terrible tragedy. And He's like, you know, he hopes everything is all right. He hopes Tom is okay, but there's no way to know she's all the way out to sea. And then we go back to Onigashima, which is actually pretty close to the flower capital right now. It's not that far away from falling. And after we see the flashback of Otama leaving Hitetsu, we jump back to the roof where Bawang or the Marys, whatever you call them, they're relaying messages to everybody that the dragon that Momonosuke is and Kaido are two different dragons. That is complete chaos up there and the dragons are fighting it for the first time. We we get to see a full-on dragon fight in One Piece. Now, let me tell you something on why this whole thing was dope. This entire chapter was just cathartic for me, right? So let's start from page five and just move forward. The artwork that we got with Momonosuke, Luffy on top of him, 
Kaido just looking menacing, you know, shooting the blast breath of Momonosuke. And that this is the thing that I mentioned last episode about Oda's drawing of people's faces in his art. It's damn near. Like, it's the perfect marriage of mediums. Because if you watch the One Piece anime, then you just know what this is going to look like. I, I, I'm coloring these panels in with my eyes as I'm reading them. And that's not, that's not an experience that I got from a lot of things. It's not even something that I got from Naruto back when I used to watch that. So just something to um, keep in mind. I think Oda's doing a great job with the facial expressions. Like Luffy looks like he's jumping out of a cartoon right now. And Momo, even the way that he coiled around Kaido's blast breath to avoid it, again, just excellent. You know what I'm saying? Momo being up there looking at Kaido like I'm not here to fight. And then that quick moment that we get with Luffy giving Momo a silent order that none of us really get to hear until a panel later. Luffy blows the air in his arm and hits Kaido with the gum gum elephant gun, knocks Kaido down. And we find out the thing that Momo was told by Luffy was to bite Kaido, right? So after this, this, this scene on page, I think it's page six. No, I'm lying, on page seven. The scene on page seven, of chapter 1026 of One Piece. When Momonosuke prepares himself to bite Kaido, because Momo's standing there call you like, I cannot do it. You know, he talks proper, I cannot do it. And then he thinks back to when Kaido invaded his home and when his mother was taken. And we see this glare from Momo, dog. And I'm telling you, like the feeling that I felt, like that releasing tension of like, yeah, yeah, go for it, Momo. It was that. It was big time that. Because we all have come with this kid on this journey so far, his journey to journey so far, right? And we've seen the, the bumps that Momonosuke has had to take, and they've been big, dog, from the time that he was a little kid until right now when he's a little kid in an adult body. And to see him... With all the fear that he has, and similar to Usopp, just because you're afraid doesn't mean you can't be courageous, you know what I'm saying? Nor does it make you a coward. Fear is fear. Nervousness is nervousness. Sometimes you feel those feelings without knowing how to stop it, how to control it. It's nothing to do with you. It's natural, right? But even after all that, Momonosuke got up on the hold on, bro. You, if it weren't for you, my, my people would be alive. And Momo bites the shit out of Kyle. <laughs> But bit the hell out of Kaido. Dog, dog, like a dog. Dog dragon, dog. <laughs> but he bit the ever-loving shit out of Kaido. And I don't know if Kaido has expressed more pain as a dragon since he got hit with Killer Sonic Scythe. And I don't even know if that did him like this did. And then this moment is what really got me on page nine when Kaido looks back at Momonosuke. He's like, yo, what are you doing, boy? And Momonosuke glared back at Kaido. I was like, my father and mother would still be. And that that I love that because, look, man, we all understand that Kaido probably could have killed Momonosuke in that moment if he wanted to, right? But Momonosuke don't care about none of that. It's that tunnel vision of you hurt my people. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean my folks. I said my people. People meaning the immediates. And you don't mess with that. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 for most people. You do not mess with your immediate family. So because Kaido messed with Momo's immediate family in the worst way and then just helped destroy Momo's like, you know, less immediate family, I, I 100% get this. This is just wow, Trey Magnifique. So now we get 
we get this dope panel of Luffy coming in to save Momo even before Yamato could, right? And we jump to Pero Sparrow. And I'm, real quick, I just want to shout out Pero Sparrow, right? Because Pero Sparrow, we jump back to Inurashi Nakamomushi versus Pero Sparrow and Jack, right? Well, Inurashi versus Jack, Nakamomushi versus Pero Sparrow. And I just want to say, man, we need to give Pero Sparrow more credit because for better or worse, it really does like does look like he was used like he was holding his own. Even though the Sulong ran out and, you know, after what happens next, whatever, whatever. But like Pero Sparrow don't look like he in too bad a shape right now. You know what I'm saying? He really doesn't. And he also, I can't prove this, but it kinda looks like his fruit is awakened. You know what I mean? And for all of you that were sleeping on Perospero, which is all of you, you were all sleeping on Perospero. Perospero is no weakling. Perospero is just as strong, or at least has been portrayed to be as strong as somebody like Jack. And actually, I'd even go further to say Perospero might be a little slicker than Jack because Perospero was caught off guard, you know what I'm saying, by what defeated him. Whereas I don't think Jack really stood a fair chance either way, no matter what Mickey was going up against. That's just my own personal opinion. So now we get Perospero. Speaking of cathartic, because I just want Peros, I wanted Perospero to have that moment. Because you know, dragons bring clouds. Momonosuke brings clouds. So the clouds in the sky that you know that you know where the moon was, it parted the moon. So it killed Sulong form, making Nekomamushi and Inarashi completely helpless, right? Then we get to page 10. Man, and on page 10, we see Luffy yelling at Momonosuke saying, that's an emperor to see you just took a bite out of. Is there any single thing left in the world for you to be scared of? And then he tells him, and when Momo says no, Luffy tells Momo, then go. You can fly. Go and stop Onigashima. And like we all thought, Momonosuke is going to get his hour legend. And the time it takes to become a legend for him, though, is not an hour. I think he has like five minutes, right? Luffy says, don't worry about Kaido. I guarantee you I'll win. And what's funny is that everybody reacts, right? All of Luffy's allies react. Except for one curious character that reacts but didn't react in a negative way. They seem to react more of a like, what a guy. And that was Big Mom. Big Mom's reaction to Louis, to Louis, to, huh, what up? I'm losing my head. The reaction that Big Mom had to Luffy saying, don't worry about Kaido. I guarantee you I'll win. Mama, mama, mama. Did you eat, did you hear that? What a funny guy. She looks to be smiling and celebrating. I don't really know what Big Mom's... Because I've been waiting for Big Mom to turn like for a while now. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know where. But I feel it coming. That's what I'm saying. I feel it coming. I don't feel... I never felt any real antagonistic energy from those two, fam. I really didn't. Big Mom reminds me of Dada. Like, Luffy annoys her more than anything. Um. So, I don't know why I still have this feeling that Big Mom's kind of watching over Luffy. I can't prove that. I don't know that to be true, and I could be 100% wrong, but that's just where my thoughts are on it. So, now we get to... Oh, and just shout out to the other Straw Hats for reacting. You know what I'm saying? I love 
I love Thomas' reaction. Love Frankie's reaction. Kid and uh, Killer. I mean, Kid and uh, Law, you know, whatever. Um, then... Then we cut to the cream, the crop, the crop, the reason the cream was even bought to the crop. And y'all, when I saw this, right, there's a, how can I describe this? The way I felt seeing this is the way, if you've supported me for a long time, you'll feel seeing my first big special on a big platform of where it was like, Man, that boy been there for a long time. Finally. Because this chapter, Luffy clashed with Kaido. And before he clashed with Kaido, Kaido says, is there even a chance you can beat me? And Luffy said, as long as I'm alive, I have infinite chances. And they clash. And on page 14 of One Piece chapter 1026, Luffy split the goddamn sky. And I'm telling y'all now, when I get whatever the, the special on the platform, the big platform is, I'm splitting the god darn sky. You hear me? I'm splitting the sky. You hear me? Whole emperor out here and I ain't playing no more. But, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, I'm talking about One Piece. Luffy split the sky. 1,026 chapters. Our boy is that guy. Kudos to, as King Recon calls him, quote, the goat with the coat, unquote, hyphen, King Recon. Shout out to the OG. Now, to the rest of the chapter, right after that, the sky parts <laughs> and dog luck changes. Because Jack and Perisper both realize, oh shit, we can see the moon now. That means we can see the moon. We being Inurashi and Nekomamushi. Nekomamushi says... To Perospero, who were you saying had all the luck? And you know, Rashi said to Jack, don't say a word. And they both order one sword style. And from, <laughs> from Nekomushi, order one sword style feline frenzy. The man hit Perospero so hard that, you know, it's crazy because, like, I can't tell what really happened. I can't tell if he impaled Perospero. I can't tell if he cut Perospero's arm off because there's like a beam going through Perospero and his right arm, you know, fell off. And like, if Jack is dead, I wouldn't mind because he got hit with that canine cleaver. And like, yeah, I, yeah, I went, yeah, I wouldn't mind if Jack was dead. But anyway, Elder Son of Big Mom Pirates, gone. Out cold. Finish. Finite. And then at the end of this chapter, we see Orochi looking in on Jack and Inarashi's fight, which um, I don't really know what to think about that. But ladies and gentlemen, for me, this chapter was a perfect 10 out of 10 for the simple reason that it was so cathartic. It gave a wrap up to a bunch of things and just the feelings were on 10. Like I got misty eyed when I saw Momo go at Kaido night, like fly, when he was flying at Kaido. Oh, man, that, that, that I like that panel more than even the bite. And the bite was cathartic. The bite, the bite was like like releasing, you know what I mean? Like climax and stuff. Yeah, fam. And then Luffy part in the sky, bro. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And come on, bro. Come on. It's good, clean fun. So this episode was good, clean fun. One Piece chapter 1026. Good, clean fun. 
make sure y'all go on and give it a read. My name is Nico White. This is One Piece of Mind podcast. I'm keeping it under a certain amount of time because, hell, I've been gone for a minute. So y'all be back like you never left. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Hi, I'm Matt Pavich. I'm a stand-up comedian and actor in New York City, and I have bipolar disorder. Oh, no. But here's the good news. I made a podcast about it called The Episodes, and it's on the Paperhouse Network. So check it out. Thank you.